Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. I am Sykes and this is my podcast. Now, before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out last week's episode with the band Recluse. If you are one of those people who checked out the conversation, I hope you enjoyed it and thanks so much for coming back. But for those of you out there, Who are new to the show, welcome. Please feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. I mentioned this last week, but I feel it's appropriate to mention this again. That Recluse, along with a handful of other musicians, bands, artists, DJs, etc., are all a part of the Framework Music and Arts Festival presented by 91.3 WYEP, which is going to be happening this weekend. Yes, this weekend, people. This Saturday, May 7th, 2016, at the RE360 Warehouse in the Mount Washington slash Allentown area of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. What is Framework Music and Arts Festival, you ask? Let me tell you. It is a Pittsburgh-based festival with the goal of bringing together upcoming bands, like I mentioned, DJs, like I mentioned, photographers, like I mentioned, videographers, like I mentioned, and other artists, like I mentioned, for a one-night music and arts festival showcasing Pittsburgh's up-and-coming artists. I am hosting the festival And conveniently enough, my guests on the show this week are the brains behind the festival. Adam and Max of the band Nevada Color, along with Jared and Dan of the band Emerson J, all got together and kind of came up with this idea for this festival. And now it's happening this weekend. And they asked me to host for whatever reason. I don't know why. I've never hosted anything before in my life. That's a total lie. I host this show every week. Anyways, they're on the show, and we're going to talk a lot about the festival. We're going to talk about how they met each other, some other stuff. I don't know. It goes all over the place. But before we get into my conversation with them, I have to tell you some more about myself because this is my show. If you are new to me, and new to the podcast in general, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, all at The Real Sykes. The podcast also has a Facebook page, which you can find if you just type Start the Beat with Sykes in your little search bar. If you are into podcasts on iTunes or any other sort of podcast app that you might have on your phone, I'm there. You can find me, just search for Start the Beat with Sykes. And last, but certainly not least, Start the Beat is part of the Epicast family, which you can learn all about at epicast.tv. So yeah, Adam, Max, Jared, and Dan of the Framework Music and Arts Festival, Nevada Color, Emerson J, both those bands are also playing the festival, and yeah. How about I just stop talking and we get into my conversation? Sounds good to me. Sit back, relax, 
and let's start the motherfucking bait. One, let's start with this. Everybody introduce yourselves to, and to why you're here and whatnot. Let's start with Adam. I'm Adam. I play guitar in the band Nevada Color, and I am one-fourth of the Framework Music and Arts Festival crew. Woo! Uh, I'm Jared. I play in Emerson J, and I'm also one-fourth of the Framework <laughs> crew. Woo! <laughs> I'm Max. I play in Nevada Color. Um, yeah, I'm doing the Framework thing also. Woo. And I'm Dan, also an Emerson J, and also doing framework. Framework fam. Cool. Yeah. So now that everybody here is doing framework, and listeners are probably <laughs> really excited to know what is so <laughs> fucking important about framework, what is the Framework Music and Arts Fest? Dan, I'll let you take this since this is kind of your this is your child. Um, well, originally, I came up with an idea to just have a show there, like just put a couple bands together, just regular show, just in a different setting. And like we said before, the four of us were out at a bar when we like first started hanging out and I brought up the idea and Max and Adam were on board for the idea. So kind of just kept snowballing from there into what it is now, I guess. That makes sense. Kind of like, you know, whenever you're. <clears throat> yeah, just you the more we talked about it. People and everybody has ideas and there's like, yeah, we could do this. We can make this happen. Yeah. Utilizing your resources. So, yeah, the more we talked about it, we just kept coming up with more stuff and adding on yeah and let's get all this out of the way and then we'll get into some fun stuff yeah i mean like i'm just gonna like goof around with you guys for about an hour (laughs) cool but but let's get the festival out of the way yeah yeah just get this out let's just you know who cares (laughs) 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 no i'm really excited about this Um, just a little taste of what you'll get from your host (laughs) can't wait (laughs) but uh who's all playing the festival um so we got six bands Right, six bands, six bands yeah, and a DJ. Uh, yeah, six bands, two DJs, one uh, DJ, one DJ, a DJ, one DJ, now. Yeah. A DJ, and like an acoustic opener. Yeah, like, uh, so bands that are playing are Suits and Ukes, Recluse, Andre Costello and the Cool Miners, Emerson J, Denora, and Nevada Color. And in addition, we have a bunch of wonderfully and amazing, amazingly talented friends that are also uh, artists, uh, visual photographers, visual artists, uh, sculptors videographers, tons of different people that from all walks of life that are showcasing their stuff at Framework Music and Arts Festival. And as, as well, we also have a couple of vendors that are going to be there. Uh, our good friend Kate, who owns Highway Robbery down on the south side, is going to be selling some of her cool vintage clothing. Uh, Black Forge Coffee House is going to be selling some coffee while there. Tim Gaber from the winery is going to be pouring some wine, so we're going to get a little classy. Um, <laughs> classy in a warehouse. No, no, just just uh, no beer. It's going to be all class with wine. Yeah. No beer. Yep. Yeah. Only wine. Only wine. Oh man. <laughs> I blame I blame Pittsburgh Craft Beer Week, man. They they uh, they took all the beer away from us. How did I get suckered into an event yeah. with no beer? <laughs> well, you'll have beer. <laughs> nah, that's cool. That's we'll, we'll have cool. beer for the bands and the hosts. So. Oh, yeah. okay. Keep that on the DL. All right, yeah, that's cool. I don't care if anybody Don't tell anyone on this <laughs> podcast. <just> <laughs> I've actually been on like a kick trying to not drink that much except on the weekends yeah the show's on Good saturday for <laughs> convenient for me yeah anyways <laughs> if we said you had that idea a couple times yeah, yeah it hasn't worked doesn't out doesn't work 
What, know? not drinking on yeah, during the week? I had the idea. All great intentions. But, uh... It'd be funny if it was on the flip side if somebody was like, oh, yeah, I've been really trying to get a kick to drink. <laughs> so Never hear that. Let, let, we, well, the framework is going to uh, – seriously, it will probably weave in and out of the conversation. Yeah. But the four of you as a unit, how would you all meet? <laughs> Let's go with that. Um, that's a good Playing one. a show together. Well, really? Yeah. Well, so actually, be, no. You, uh, you uh, wanna, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Me and Jared, no. <laughs> I, I remember vividly. Or maybe it was a little foggy. I don't know. One or the other. We were, uh, me and Dan were at a show at Stage AE. It was Foster the People. Oh, yeah. And when the show ended, we wandered outside and uh, stumbled outside, actually. And here were Max and Adam and... Uh, maybe Chris was there. I can't remember. Was Chris, it was Chris and it was everybody but Jeremy. Were they handing okay. out shit? They were handing out <laughs> tickets to their next show, and they were giving them away for free. So, like, when do you turn down a free show? Um, so, it, it, you guys were opening for Tokyo Police Club yeah, yeah, at yeah. Alter Bar. Yeah. And uh, so I went to that, and it was it was awesome. Really loved it. Um, and then after that, I think we kind of, did we get a show next? Yeah. Well, that's, there? yeah, that's, I don't even remember. I don't think I was there for that, but how I think we started this whole thing was like, I saw you, I was working around. for, well, yeah, I was working for Drusky Entertainment at the time. You guys did a show, Cativo. Mm-hmm. I don't remember who you were opening for. Was that the top show? Tops. Tops, yeah. yeah, yeah. Word. So I was doing production for that and you guys played and I was like, holy shit, like these guys. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, we, we were doing a headliner and I was like, we need an opening band. These dudes are cool. And then, uh, yeah, Last. we just started hanging out like a lot. Yeah. Like, we hang out like all the time. So, yeah, it's been like a, this is a pretty recent friendship, then. Yeah, uh, yeah like since... o- October, yeah, yeah September. Yeah. We, uh, Max and I, as well as two other guys from Nevada Color, we all just moved into a house in Dormont, and that's when, like, right as we were like booking the the show at Cativo, kind of around that time, like we found out like Jared lived like right down the street from us, so it's kind of natural. We were like, hey, like there's a bar down the street, like let's go grab a couple of drinks, and like a couple of drinks turned into like couple months a couple festivals night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a couple drinks turned into framework yes yeah. <clears throat> hey you know some people meet at the bar get drinks get married <laughs> some people throw festivals yeah <laughs> the cool thing about the framework festival is that it's utilizing a space that nobody's really ever been to before um are you finding that to be troublesome in any ways with trying to like tell people about this random building in a neighborhood that people still get confused with a town that's three hours away yeah right i think that uh (laughs) well i mean it's on mount washington in allentown um i think some people have a certain perception of allentown which is not necessarily the best thing Mm -hmm. um but we found it to be a really cool area like black forge just moved up there and they're a super cool coffee shop um luckily for us it's just off the main street right down the hill from black forge so it's pretty easy to find um, but I haven't really had anyone, you know, confused about where it is yet. That's good. But I'm sure that'll happen. <laughs> I kind of think that's yeah. what we were going for, too. I mean, taking away, like, the monotony of going to all these venues in Pittsburgh that are frequently visited by, you know, concert goers, um, to try and, like, create something new in a new space and, like, provide a new experience for people. It I reminds think that was, me, like, that was a big goal for us. Yeah. Too. Yeah. It reminds me a little bit of Thrival. Yeah. In a way. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's that's kind of what we're we're trying to do. Like how Thrival is trying to you know reinvigorate reinvigorate this neighborhood. We're we're also trying to give back to you know the neighborhood of Allentown and you know try and there's I mean there's so many cool businesses popping up there now and it's really starting to 
you know, um, get a new life. So we're just trying to be a part of that as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dan, why don't you talk a little bit about like, like Joe and like what he's done? Yeah, I was going to say, well, yeah, just the space itself is cool because it's literally just a big empty warehouse. So nothing has ever happened like this here before. So it kind of gives us the ability to do whatever we want with it and kind of shape it to exactly how we want it to be without working in the parameters of somebody else's like, yeah. facility or something. It's just, it's ours to use for the, for the day. So that's super know, that's, cool. Yeah. How much, uh, like prep work are you going to do to like, get in the building ready? Have you already been doing a lot. stuff? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So it's, you know, we're yeah. a lot yeah, of set up like a week it, and a half away. We like, yeah. found out, like, Oh, we got to get like porta johns now for this. And, uh, there's like, a, there's like a lot of like, not, not necessarily dirty. <laughs> no, we, we didn't just find out. We've known or, that. Yeah, we, we have them all rented. It. <laughs> it's not like, but, Oh but shit, no, we need to get porta johns. Like we've never like, I don't know. I've never like had to deal with that. It's just all the additional aspects of having a, venue that's not actually a venue that's kind of like right. the, the fun thing about uh when you come up with a diy space there's all that stuff that you take for granted like bathrooms and yeah, normal right. venues that you're yeah. like oh shit a stage pun intended sound system yeah, <laughs> yeah. who's uh what are you doing for like the state you bringing in like an actual stage for yeah. This yeah, event? jared's handling all that stuff yeah uh the stage is generously being donated to us by uh, a company that dan and i used to work for um and it's i mean it's something we we've set up for <laughs> like other events and oh, okay so i mean it, it it's cool you can make it into whatever shape you want and as big as you want but um it's it's a lot of work it's very heavy i know that definitely yeah. you can do it you look yeah. like strong yeah. men <laughs> yeah, there's gonna be a lot of prep work though like the day before the show is gonna be uh, a lot of hustle and bustle and trying to get uh Get the sound set up. Get the stage set up. Get all the lights set up and movable know, walls that we're bringing in. in. Yeah, we're the fences. Bringing, we're bringing walls, fences, blah blah blah. All this stuff that tables. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> you get a workout that day. Yeah. yeah. Do you need any volunteers for that? Should we? Uh, well, we do. Uh, I was actually just about to throw. We a shout do. Out. Yeah. Yeah. We, we have. Get a, a we have shout some. out for volunteers. Right. Yeah. If anyone wants to help we out, we have some. But yeah, I mean, we have some. The more the merrier. Yeah. Right. So Especially we'll with to get setting up and tearing down because that's going to be a lot for four people. <laughs> oh, that's. But, um, especially the cleanup afterwards yeah yeah, yeah. no we should we should be good but yeah if anyone wants to volunteer just like email me or something <laughs> <laughs> i'll uh you should have like a like make an email for it like yeah i'll link it or something yeah or i'll just link your personal <laughs> facebook page yeah that's cool <laughs> so what it seems like the four of you are doing a lot with this festival is utilizing your resources to like your fullest extent like you said like the building is you know something that you have a connection through through work the stage is something you know that jared and dan both were had through work and planning a festival is something that adam has done before and max like it's like all of these combinations of things i guess the point that i'm getting at is like the further that you get into being an active musician in the scene like seriously active doing a ton of different things the possibility to do these things becomes more more and more plausible to do it so like as a unit here everybody seems to be both kind of heavily involved in the music side of things and the business side mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. so we're talking a lot about the business side of things here do you prefer the business stuff as a unit you guys or would you rather just be playing music and have somebody else handle this shit 
Is this like a um, byproduct of as like a unit? We're doing this <laughs> yeah. business stuff because we don't have anybody else yeah, to do it. Yeah. Is that kind of like? Well, I think. I mean, me and Jared are like. I mean, I went to school for entertainment management, worked in the music industry all through college, and um, was gonna do that until sort of really doing the band for real. I think, at least for me and Jared, like we're the songwriters for each of our groups. Uh, so I, we definitely prefer to do that <laughs> instead of you know you the booking enjoy for the, shows. The and, business stuff, though. I do. Yeah, I really I enjoy think, it. Do you think that? it's important for an artist in modern times to have a good grasp on that stuff i think it is because i mean it's always like the music is always the most important thing you know you can be a great businessman um but have shitty music and it's not going to help you you know i, I, I might you, i might disagree with that yeah i, I don't know man we'll get away with releasing some shitty stuff but that's, yeah, i guess yeah. that's i mean all to have any real too. real success i think uh but you know it, it if you do have great music and you focus on that, it's very important that you understand the business end of it. So, you know, as soon as something happens for your career, um, there are people that are going to want a piece of that and you have to be able to differentiate who's going to be the right person to bring on your team and who's not. Um, and really I think that only comes with, yeah, what's yeah, going on with, yeah. With and just, project. yeah, a general understanding of, you know, what happens at a show, you know, how, <laughs> you know, when you, when are you supposed to show up? How do you get paid? You know, um, just yeah little things i think that you don't you don't know until you just kind of do them but sure. also that the business comes with just doing it just playing shows and um you know booking studios studio time and recording and figuring out how how to make a cd or get your songs on the internet you know which is it seems kind of arbitrary and like simple but until you do it you don't know how to do it with yeah. any as I mean, with anything you know there's still people that like will contact me from time to time asking me questions that just seem like so silly but it's like yeah. oh well i guess i've just been doing this for two yeah years. yeah you get that a decent amount i feel like just like random recording questions and stuff yeah a lot of, lot of recording questions how long have let's just, i'm gonna go in a circle here we'll go with adam sure. how long have you been doing music that's like a quick answer like um i've been playing guitar for about 10 years but in the band in nevada color for about last almost like four years now um so yeah that's me jared uh i started playing piano when i was like 10 years old i think so probably about 13 years sure when did you get into the more recording and production stuff like like and like the electronics um probably i was probably like 14 years old when uh my my like family desktop had garage band on it and okay. i was i was all about that i just wanted to plug my i plugged my guitar in with a quarter inch to an eighth inch headphone cable oh sure just, you know plugged right into the computer and it works and, yeah recorded and used all the loops that they had on there um that you hear on like hgtv and stuff <laughs> but uh yeah that's kind of when i started recording that uh electronic and stuff like that Max. Uh, I started off by playing trumpet in fourth grade um, in the school band because my parents made me. <laughs> and I'm happy they did. Um, then, yeah, I started playing guitar in like eighth grade or ninth grade, dropped the trumpet, and yeah, been writing songs since then. Cool. Damn. Um, I guess I, I started in fourth grade too, I guess, playing saxophone in school. But, I mean, getting into like this new scene with Emerson J and stuff, that was, what, about two years ago now? Mm hmm. So, yeah, before then, I was just doing, like, school band stuff and, like, little side projects here and there. But this is, like, the first serious band project I've been involved with. So. It's super cool. How? So now, <clears throat> it's funny because, you know, Nevada Color's been an active band for 
four, five years maybe now. Yeah, four. Um, yeah, four years. Four, four, yeah. five. Okay. And you said Emerson J. How long has Emerson J. been active as a band? Um, as a band, like playing shows. I think it's like right around shows. two years. It's right around two years. Give it was it was an idea bit. for quite some time. Like while I was in, actually Emerson J. was just a name that I I named my SoundCloud just to upload music to like just and then you got stuff stuck with I, it that yeah i mean it was that's kind of that's kind of how it was going yeah it was like uh, back now. yeah exactly yeah. i mean as soon as we started to play shows and it was like yeah i guess we're going with this like that's that's fine emerson j it is i felt like a little betrayed when that wasn't your real name <laughs> i know Me too. i was like what <laughs> yeah i mean some people come up to me and say hey emerson I'm like, you should just change your name man yeah uh, <laughs> i think my mom even asked oh me yeah day, that's that's why my mom even asked me the other day she's like who's that emerson kid that like you're always like talking to him like oh, I, I like the mystery uh, maybe yeah. maybe i'll just leave it you know uh, everyone my name's emerson <laughs> not jared so i guess the point that i was getting at with all that jibber jabber was that it's just interesting to me how big the city is and how many bands we really have i mean the strip district fest is like a the truest testament to yeah. seeing how big and diverse the scene is in the city but it was i remember actually the first time i saw both of your bands actually play live was at this was the same night at people's warehouse i had never seen them oh, at yeah. play oh, live yeah. before then yeah. and that was the first time i saw both of your bands and i was like whoa <laughs> there's like a ton of people here i had never seen any of them before in my mm -hmm. life and it was just like, there's a whole nother world. I would just like to preface that with saying, I blame Dan Evans for everything bad that happened that night. <laughs> yeah, that, that show is kind of like the epitome Why? of our relationship or of our friendship. Oh, no. <laughs> we were, we, um, so we closed, we closed up the night of that show and we're like in between songs. The next thing I know, like Dan's just like handing me a bottle of rum in the basement of some, yeah. ra some random house that I'm playing at. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah dude, RIP. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah, People's Warehouse shut down. Oh, well, yeah. that's because it was actually right around my birthday so a friend of mine that came out to the show gifted me the bottle uh, so by the time they were playing i was already you know buzzing a little bit oh, so, show. Yeah, so i just busted open the bottle and was passing <laughs> it around to everybody i was definitely i was yeah. feeling that love man oh i'm pretty sure i brought a, a six pack to that show and drank yeah. most of it there and i was by myself i yeah. went by myself and <laughs> yeah. drank a six pack like yeah. hanging out with people yeah. i don't know like, <laughs> these bands are sweet yeah. Yeah. yeah that was a fun show man cool. we hadn't played a house show for a long time um until then like we used to run a house venue uh, in oakland uh -huh. like and well, right when we were starting out as a band we used to throw like crazy house shows there all the time and then once we moved out we like just kind of got out of the house show scene um so yeah that was cool to kind of go back to that also, we're and, probably like and one do show that away again. from like the cops like shutting us down yeah right they, they hated us a yeah. lot anyway yeah it was nice to play a house show like oh, yeah, so, so I mean, like, I knew who Nevada Color was through a funny story that the two of you may be, you may know this. We've never talked oh, about it. I don't it know if I know it. What is it? Yes, please. <laughs> but I do, I want to, I was like, I was like, I'm going to bring this up one day, but I'm going to bring it up on tape. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. So I was in a band called Nevada Mountains. Oh, oh shit, that was you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the really funny thing about this was that it was just, it was so random. Like, we were trying to think of, like, a cool-sounding hip band name. We were like, yeah, Nevada <laughs> sounds cool. And then, like, mountains. Yeah, that was, like, it was. And then, like, 
Two weeks later, we're like, what the fuck is Nevada color? <laughs> I remember I saw a sticker. That's incredible. I saw a sticker. No, this is so fucking vivid. Like, I saw a sticker on a, like, a phone booth next to Mike and Tony's that's, in Southside. Yeah, dude, that's I, about I, right. I fucking, oh, yeah. I remember it, and I was like, what the fuck is this? That's incredible. And then, like, for the longest time, I was just like, man. Fuck those guys. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I, didn't, I, like, I didn't know anything about you guys. Yeah. And then, like, I, like, oh, met man. a couple of you and realized you were in that band. But, like, after that, it was, like, Nevada Mountain. Like, it didn't last very long. Like, not yeah. even a year. But, um. That's funny, man. I remember yeah. there was some, like, what newspaper was it? They hit us up because they were like, hey, what's up with this Nevada thing in Pittsburgh? Like, there's two bands called Nevada oh. something. And they, they wanted to do an article based solely on that. And I was like, oh, all really? right, like, whatever. Where did. <laughs> so, like,. Where did Nevada Color come from? Where did the name come from? Oh, dude, it's a terrible story. You want to hear it, though? Yeah, I need, uh, I need answers. <laughs> All right, I, so, I, I kind of want to hear it, too. <laughs> uh, we wanted to, like, me and Chris, our bass player, were in another band before this. It was, like, a folk rock band, I guess. Um, you know, we wanted to have a little bit more fun on stage. Like, we couldn't really move around to, like, folk music that much. Um, that's kind of why we started the band was to have, you know, play live shows and have fun doing that. And we were, but we figured uh, it might be more fun if you do something that's, like, little more indie rock based um so then yeah we like started writing different music started this band um so we wanted something that was representative of why we started the band and the word color just kind of kept coming back to mind you know there's something kind of nostalgic about that word um also something that's kind of fun about it um so we wanted to use the word color and we had a bunch of different names it was like color this color that blank color like couldn't figure it out we booked our first show we didn't even have a fucking name yet we, you know, we, like, we also had a different name like our, i think like maybe two weeks before our, our first show our name was color theory and then yeah, which is a terrible name yeah but, <laughs> so then we were like Every band names we were like bad. all right fuck that we're not gonna we're not gonna name ourselves that um the Beatles, and then yeah. we couldn't figure it out terrible. and quinn Quinn, our singer, did a, uh, he was on, like, this racehorse name generator site, just, like, fucking around, I don't know what he was doing, but, um, Nevada Soundwave popped up, and he, like, texted everyone, he was like, yo, what if we wrote a song called Nevada Soundwave, I was like, why don't we just call our band Nevada Color, and like, so it was just like, as, All right, cool. as Nevada Mountains, it sure was, yeah, and we're stuck with it, so, <laughs> cool. here we are, <laughs> there was, a, a friend of mine texted me a picture once, it was, like, towards the tail end of, nevada mountains us being a band and it was like kind of just like the nevada color thing was just like a running joke with yeah us at yeah this point. Like, I don't know you guys at all but a friend of mine texted us i guess there was a nevada color sticker in like the ladies room at the beehive yeah dude we're everywhere and uh <laughs> can't escape she had, she had crossed out color and wrote mountains underneath it and i was like oh it's getting real that's awesome <laughs> shots we're fired just, like, getting ready to like start this like indie rock beef uh, thing dude, that <laughs> but then like we could we should even, have like, maintain a relationship <laughs> ourselves within the band and it just self-combusted so Damn, that would have been we're, so we're cool. the ones the nevada battle we were the arch <laughs> the arch nemesis arch enemies that never met uh, <laughs> yeah right yeah, I, I always, I just like it's one, it's just one thing I always wanted to bring That's up. That's really and funny. I, I wasn't sure if. Yeah, I always wondered who was in that band. I had no idea. Like I remember Nevada Mountains. And yeah. I was like, shit, I should go see them or like something. But yeah, yeah. It never happened. And <laughs> I was just like, yeah. what are the chances Mystery that? Mystery saw it yeah. was so fucking. Wow, random. dude. Yeah, you've held that in the whole time, and we uh -huh. never, we yeah. never had any idea. Now Rest, we know. Man. It's all out in the open. What? <laughs> I'd not be able to sleep. That's tonight. crazy. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> the small. That's funny thing. It kind of goes from me 
talking about 10 minutes ago about how big and diverse the city is yeah. to yeah. how small it can be yeah. at the same time. Right. That's true. I mean, I'm like That's very true. pretty adamant about, I think it's like two degrees of separation, at least within the city of Pittsburgh, like, at least that's even like one within the music scene that like everybody knows everybody. Yeah. So especially if you're going out yeah. there and doing a lot. Yeah. Right. Right. If you're going to shows, like you're going to meet everyone pretty quickly, <laughs> but, but a lot of the times it's, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, new people in new bands all the time and, or bands that have been around for a long time. Like we ha- we've only been, well, I've been playing in Pittsburgh for five or six years, but like we've only been in a band for four years now. Um, and there's still like a ton of new bands that we're meeting all the time that have yeah been established for a while. Um, I think it's just been recently that we've started, you know, going to see the Common Heart and going to see Recluse and all those guys. Yeah. And they've been a band for a while. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, you know, I, <laughs> that was a whole scene I didn't really know about. And I didn't know. I never heard of Recluse mm-hmm. until like. You know, you were like, "Hey, do you want to do this episode with these recluse guys?" And yeah, I was and like, "Okay, I guess they're a band." Sure. Mm. Now they're like, <laughs> "Yeah, I mean, but seriously, I mean, like those those guys, like Recluse, Common Heart, like they're some of my favorite bands in the city." Also, another reason I'm really excited about Framework is like we're playing with like the my favorite yeah, bands man. like that are yeah. in the city collectively. It's amazing. It's amazing how much talent there is. But. So now, with let's go back into Framework. Sure. Let's talk more about the artists. We've been talking a lot about music. Yeah. Let's talk about. The talented artists we have at Framework Music and Arts Festival. Sure, I mean we we both registered. Yeah, right. (laughs) We both steal that shit. We both have a uh, (laughs) we both have a common friend who is we both know very very talented. Our friend Hannah Altman, who is never heard of her. (laughs) (laughs) Never heard of her. (laughs) I mean, we're both going to Dave and Buster's with her on on Saturday. No. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Gonna give it twenty first at Dave and Buster's. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You know, she's a very talented. Uh, woman who who speaks a strong message in her photography, um, and it's gained her national press with like Huffington Post, uh, Cosmopolitan, um, and the Start the Beat podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we have a, we have a couple others uh, that uh, some of them have been booked through. Uh, Max and myself were, were friends with our friend Maddie Turzek. Um, actually, just found out our friend Carly is not going to be there. Um, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, she didn't realize that she had to be in Seattle, uh, but she does, so she won't be here. Oh, yeah. She sounds important. Yeah. Um, sorry, have to be in Seattle. <laughs> our our drummer's we'll miss you, Carly. Yeah. <laughs> our drummer's girlfriend Sage is also. Uh, she's a part of this. Uh, this organization called the mobile sculpture workshop and uh, they were over at thrival this past year and they were doing like live welding and live okay sculpting. i remember i saw that yeah. um so they're not going to be doing the live the live aspect of it but they are going to have like they're going to have displayed. stuff yeah, yeah stuff displayed yeah. which is really cool and then uh, jared and dan have a couple friends that are yeah yeah um so my Leanna. one friend who's doing ceramics there uh her name's leanna agnew we went to high school together uh me and dan and um yeah, she's super talented. She just uh, – she's studying – she's down in Brockway and like this retreat thing and she's just making a ton of awesome art. And she came up just recently to do this uh, this event called the Union Project okay. um, where it was just a, it was a ton of different ceramics artists and stuff. Really cool. Really cool stuff. Something to check out. Also, uh, hey, I might as well just bring this up now. Um <laughs> Might have so many things. Might have a replacement for Carly. (laughs) Oh, Um, good news! So our friend uh, who we met at Electric Forest in 2014 wanted to come. He lives in Michigan, and he wanted to come down for framework. And he he's also our merch maker. Yeah, he makes all he makes all our clothes and stuff. And um, 
yeah well he just has a, he's on like this binge of just creating all this new summer clothes um so he wanted to display some stuff there if uh if we had space and i guess now we do we have so space we got space so the breaking li- break the yeah, right. breaking news <laughs> Yeah, so uh, great stuff, handmade clothes that uh, you're probably never going to see again. That's super get them while they're hot. Yeah, get them while they're hot. Man. What's a dude's they're name? cool. They're really unique too. Yeah. What's uh, what's his name? Uh, his name's Brad, but he's part of the Louis Collective. Gotcha. Who actually we're naming our next EP after. So. Oh, that's uh, Louis. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Wow. <laughs> so outside of music and booking festivals and all these other things. <laughs> <laughs> what's everybody into let's get a little personal Ooh, yeah. anybody have any let's hobbies outside of it's trying cool. to make it big i like to read books books yeah okay it's pretty exciting not nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah something yeah um max yeah, likes books that's cool i'm in school still so just trying to finish that what are you trying to be when you grow up dan i don't know well we'll have to see <laughs> okay <laughs> um yeah. Adam. <laughs> um, what know. up? Uh, what up with your free time? Um, I don't know. Uh, sometimes, <laughs> some, sometimes, like, I'll just sit and watch Netflix and, like, oh, you watch those. No, no, no. But I'll watch, like, the, the more childish things. Like, sometimes, like, sometimes I'll just throw on, like, Yu Gi Oh! Yeah, dude. You've been on, he's, he's been on a Yu Gi Oh! binge for, like, the past month. Every on, time I get Jared's home, on, it's Yu Gi Oh! All the time. The yeah, Jared's all about the <laughs> Avatar <laughs> thing. I don't know why. There's just, like, something. I don't know, triumphant about it. And and also the, the to be continued at the end of every episode really fucking kills me. <laughs> I gotta watch the next one. You should like have that on a projector at the end of Nevada Color Sets. To to be continued. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> um, it also really makes me want to play the card game now too. Or like just whip out like Pokemon or Magic the Gathering. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jim, I do you do anything? Uh, I just I tinker. I just tinker with like toys. Elect- yeah, tinker toys and electronics and I don't know. I I think when I'm not at work, I'm typically recording. So I don't know like what other hobbies what, I could throw. What out else there. can I'm I just, do? I'm programming lights. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's yeah. actually like it's just all electronic you, stuff. You kind of just got me into my next questions. Oh, I was thinking about uh, that joke of the Yu-Gi-Oh to be continued, which isn't a, a bad idea, and then thinking about visual presentations of live shows. And the I know that you do a lot of stuff with the lights and whatnot, mm-hmm. and Let's talk about that. Like, what? We just what was, added a why lot. did you want to do that? Besides it being oh. cool. Um, well, that's always been like a, a, a separate goal from like the band is it's it's always trying to take your show to the next level. Yeah. Like, and try and provide something new for people to see or hear. You know, regardless. Um, so yeah, the, I started researching lights just like crazy, and uh, I came across this little interface that I could buy. That converts MIDI signal to uh, DMX, which is lighting communication. That's how lights communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's sweet. I can just sync it up right with Ableton. And I can literally, you can use any MIDI controller to turn on lights, cue lights to a certain preset. Or, you know, uh, we have some new moving head, like intelligent lighting that um, you can turn, pan, like tilt, and yeah. change colors, all that cool stuff. So uh, I've been just you know in my glory in my basement my neighbors just are probably buy, wondering what the hell i'm doing there's <laughs> like so many demons or something <laughs> in the basement <laughs> yeah there's music blasting but 
uh, it's it's been a lot of fun. It's it's a hell of a lot of work. Like I, my hat goes off to all those people that program lights because that's that's a whole beast my, that I wasn't ready to. Yeah, uh, with Gray Walker, our good friend Nick um, programmed a whole MIDI DMX show for our set. Yeah, like that with like time changes to our songs. Right, because like we don't have any actual like electronics. Sure. So. Um, he had to like set a click to our songs and our drummer has to play to it. And then like, he had to go into like manually yeah. do all this stuff. Right. And I used to live with Nick and he lived in the attic above me. And mm. I remember he was like, I got something like I got something. He told me he was going to like work on some light stuff. And yeah. I go up there. He's the lights like scattered all over his bedroom <laughs> and it's like completely dark. He's like, watch this. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, so exactly what we did. I was like, That's fucking sweet. That's what yeah, it is every I, time I go to his house. Was, now. That was, uh, a couple of your, I think it was your Instagram post of uh, those light bars, like where you, when you oh, guys were shooting your music video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sick. I love how you can like start at the top of the bar and mm-hmm. go down and like pick. Yeah, different next sections. to dude that just did that, he did that video. That's crazy. For us. Yeah, I, I, that's right up my alley now. Like <laughs> the lights are. Uh, that's been my new obsession. I really, I want to get more into visuals with the live psych set, mm-hmm. mainly because it is a lot of electronics, and I think sure. I want to get into like cool projections and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just got one of those short throw projectors yeah. that you could put like two inches away from the wall, and it blows up to like seventy inches. What? It's fucking awesome. That's crazy. I'll show it to you. It's sick. I got the room. But wow. no, that has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> we're like kind of like going off into this like nerdy thing about like yeah, and everybody else is just like. <laughs> Well, yeah, make yeah. it look good. Let me yeah. see those lights. <laughs> how's uh, how's the what's the what's framework gonna be like? We got flamethrowers or any yeah, dude, flamethrowers. Cool. Uh, we got some tigers. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> might be an elephant. You know, oh wow, it's more of like a circus. <laughs> In all uh, seriousness, <laughs> if, if the festival goes well, is this something that you plan on doing again? Do you want to like ideally? This, okay, this yeah. isn't just like a one-time thing. You want to. Do this again, maybe bigger. Yeah, yeah. More bands, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Maybe probably, a probably location. Maybe probably all that stuff. Yeah, probably all. Well, that yeah, the stuff, goal is I ultimately think. to expand, obviously, <clears throat> right. but kind of just see how this year goes and work from there. Yeah, so yeah. We probably get more bands and, and making yeah. an annual thing would be really awesome, though. Yeah, maybe find. I, I think a cool part of it um, <clears throat> would be to find another space. You know, so every year it's kind of like a new pop up space. That yeah, one, sure. you know, one time show. Um, and that's your chance to go and see that place as a music venue uh, or as a festival or whatever. Uh, so I think that might be a theme that we keep with. Um, adding more bands probably is going to be the next expansion to it. Um, also, you know, depending on how it does this year, uh, like we're capping, capping it at 300 people. Um, so hopefully it'll sell out. That's kind of what we're expecting. Um, and it's, it's been it going well like so a, far. but a lower number than I would it is, I it is more people than that to yeah. show up. Yeah, but I guess there's um, always people that aren't like all theirs. Right, right, like, right. Yeah, um, a lot of that was just due to the the size. I mean, all due to the size of the venue. And since it's the first year, we don't own the space. Someone else owns it. We wanted to make sure that we Respe- were respecting. Space, right, 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 man. Yeah, and if you get you know 600 people in there, it <laughs> might get a little crazy. So we want to keep it at 300 this year. So probably yeah, next year would be to expand the space. Maybe a different location. Uh, maybe the same location, depending on. You know how it looks in there when we have that many people in there if we can fit more um, but yeah probably adding on more bands adding on more visual artists 
um, trying to get a beer sponsor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> earlier, you know. yeah. Start the planning. Start the planning process a lot earlier. Like yeah. this, we started this planning process so late to the game. It was really yeah. just learn as you go too. Like, yeah. There were so many things that we just had to figure out yeah. on the way, which yeah. took more time. Yeah. We started out as it just gonna be. A, it was just gonna be a show. Yeah. Just well, right. Yeah. We were like, let's make it a festival. Yeah. Man. It just like kept constantly like, evolving, yeah. which was like good. And I mean, it, it adds a new element. To totally. The game, so. well, I think you stopped it. Uh, a realistic point. Yeah, yeah. right, right. It, yeah. You could have went way harder. <laughs> yeah, we we weren't booking like national headlining acts. <laughs> yeah, with the space we have, I think it's very reasonable. Like the amount that's going into it. Yeah. So if we can expand, that'd be we great. We have some cool sponsors on board, like Thrival Music Festival. They're a sponsor. Um, Work Hard Pittsburgh, Black Forge, YEP is presenting the show mm-hmm. festival. Um, it should be cool. Yeah, uh, I mean. On Rival. paper, it looks pretty legit, so I think you'll yeah. be able to get some people yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping so. We'll find out, though, in about a week. <laughs> yeah, week and a half. Week and a half, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's week doing the math? Well, at this point, Not everybody, me, clearly. everybody's <laughs> going to be hearing week. this on Tuesday <laughs> oh, okay. prior to the show. But it's like, <laughs> just kidding, guys. This isn't going up for two months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, why are we doing So this will be out in June. Yeah. <laughs> No, this will be up on Tuesday. So cool. at this point, cool. the the festival is this Saturday. Yes. We should make that yes, 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 very clear. Right, festival is this Saturday, May seventh. Festival is four o'clock this Saturday. Four o'clock's the start time. That's yeah. doors open. Four doors o'clock. Open. Oh, I thought yeah. it was actually going to be a lot earlier than that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, only six bands. So, so more shit so, that other people don't need to know. When do I need to be there? Um, I emailed you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Actually, did you get my email? <laughs> it's pretty important to like literally all the information. <laughs> yeah, I got your email. I'll look at it. <laughs> Four o'clock's a good time. Gives everybody a... Uh... They can make pack their sandwiches. I did. I got the email. I don't know if anything was specific to me, <laughs> uh, but I'll just I'll just so. assume that I'm considered one of the artists. Yeah, you are. And I'll get there when the other artists get there. Yeah, or later. It doesn't matter, dude. Come whenever you want. Just before the show <laughs> before starts. Four. <laughs> before, as long as it's by four. If you're there earlier, like, probably good. Maybe like one. Yeah, that that's a good time. I'd like to help. Time. Cool. Set up awesome. some stuff. We should second cool. call for volunteers. I'd love. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to need yeah, some. Good. So. I'd love for you to be there on. Yeah, I was expecting I'd have to be there at like 11. Cool. So, I mean, I can yeah. show can earlier. Be. Yeah, if you want to. Be. We might not be. No, we'll definitely be there at 11. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we're going to be there like probably all night. Oh, my God. I'm not looking forward yeah, to that. Yeah, the day before is going to be <laughs> most of the grunt work, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Getting everything into it. Volunteers. Volunteers. Interns. Interns. I'm falling and I can't get up. <laughs> the motto for Framework Music and Arts Festival. Because <laughs> there's no volunteers. <laughs> Instead yeah. of like, you know how the, the Strip Fest had uh, like all the t-shirts for people that were working there? Mm-hmm. Everybody that's working at Framework should just have shirts that say help a fall. Yeah. Like <laughs> Framework should have run Sharpie. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Or just like, help me. Yeah. yeah. Please. <laughs> Yeah. So let's do like a, a round table, even though this might not necessarily be, this is a very generic question, but it's going to trigger something more interesting, hopefully. <laughs> Dan, what are you most excited about on the Framework Music and Arts Festival uh, registered trademark? Hmm. Besides performing. Well, yeah, performing. But other than that, um, 
I don't know. I'm definitely excited to see all the other bands involved. They're like Adam was saying before. They're definitely some of our favorite bands in Pittsburgh. But I don't know. I'm just, I guess, just to see the overall turnout. Kind of anxious to see yeah, how everything goes. So, kind of a, a lot of a lot of responsibility for all all four yeah. of you on that yeah. day. Your yeah. head's gonna be just in different places smoothly yeah. and stuff like that. So totally. Does either of your acts have anything particularly special planned for the event? I mean, we don't have to like spoil um, it, but you just be like, yeah, something cool. We maybe. were we were gonna kind of like collab together actually and try and do a song at the end of the show, oh. like with Emerson J. Nevada Color, um, but we never really got around to it. There's still time, maybe, but I don't <laughs> know. There's still time. We might do it. We might do like it. a cover song or, or like yeah, be a cover. Yeah, yeah, synchronized dance. Yeah, possibly, maybe, possibly. Yeah, so Who that's knows? a possible surprise. Yeah. Up. Not a surprise anymore, but yeah. you don't know what song well, it is. Well, it might so be because so you don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it happens or not. So it will. So, be. Uh, yeah, maybe that. I don't know though. I don't think no for Nevada Color. Nothing really. Oh no, bullshit. Your yeah, yeah. We're doing. We're releasing music finally. Jesus, how did I forget? Yeah, this is like <laughs> this is like been the most like important. That, that doesn't sound important at all. <laughs> um. So we haven't released music since 2014. Uh, because we signed a record deal and we've kind of just been working on the album for the label right now we're still doing that we got to go finish it up but we've been playing some six shows uh like over the past year been getting you know significantly more fans than we had before um playing the new stuff that's going to be on the album and other new stuff that we've written so you know i was like we need to release some music so i talked to our manager uh he was like yeah we could like probably just release some stuff locally for free you know not put it up on the internet or anything but just kind of give them files and i was like well music is already so devalued like how do you you know and if you're giving it away for free it's even more devalued so how do you kind of give it some value and i was like well you could do something tangible so i came up with an idea to do like a usb wristband uh, it's just two gigabytes it you know has nevada color logo on it um so the idea behind that is uh, we're releasing it at framework for the first time we're only getting 200 printed and it's going to have four brand new songs on it, plus a music video that we just did. Um, songs that are technically just demos. A lot that Jared recorded mostly, um, actually. So, But every, every time after that, so you come to Framework, sign it, they're free. You sign up for the mailing list, you get one for free. You have four new songs no one's ever heard before, aside from its shows. Every show that you come back to after that, bring your little USB wristband with you, and we put brand new songs on uh, the wristband so you can go home with new songs every time you come to a show uh so i guess that's a cool little thing that we're doing yeah. for and it, it also doesn't framework, um yeah. we've we've thought of it more than the just songs like we also can put out like creative content more like as much creative content as possible which is and that can be like songs videos um like if we want to do like an exclusive video in our backyard of us just doing like an acoustic track mm -hmm. or something like stripped down yeah stuff, or yeah. like photos or something like the the possibilities for this promotion are, are virtually endless yeah so yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ju Junie and his, you know, centerfold. <laughs> well, they're, wonderful. well, they're the color TV episode of. Oh the yeah, we might do that. We do. We did this little thing called color TV. Uh, we basically just like made skits because we were so fucking bored. So we just made all these skits like spoofs off of other things. Um, we only released three episodes, but it's it's kind of like SNL style or like uh, Tim it's and like, Eric. Yeah, Tim you and know. Eric meets like. Um, Except uh, there's less like cohesiveness between the pieces. It's just like totally random. Sure. Uh, so anyway, we cut together a blooper reel of all the stuff that we've done. We might we're probably gonna end up putting that on the wristband as cool. well. Um, so it's like you know just little exclusive things, kind of as a way to say thanks to the fans who keep coming out to shows and get them some music while they're waiting for the album to come out. 
That sounds like something to be excited for. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I hope I hope so. <laughs> I like talked to some like uh, some local pa- uh, newspapers out here, and they were all just like, "Well, is this something that's like ever been done before?" And I had like had to do my homework here, and like after doing like some research, I've never heard of like anybody doing something quite like this. Which was I think why. I think bands have done it. Like they've well, given out the wristbands, I've but seen- no, not in the sense of like it's a free wristband with brand new music that's not released anywhere else. And when you come back, you get new music. Yeah, they'll, they'll like sell that's albums. The they'll sell like albums on the wristbands. Right, right, they right. won't sell. They won't give you like exactly free content that's all new and continuously. Can, yeah, and it's continuously. It's, yeah, it's not as interactive. It's yeah. just like yeah. a, it's yeah. like a it's a yeah. way for. Hot topic to sell right. a fourteen dollar <laughs> Bring Me the Horizon wristband right, right. that yeah. also has right. music on it. And also, yeah. this is cool. I think it's a cool thing because it's kind of like a little bit nostalgic in the sense that it's kind of like a collector's item, almost. Or you're collecting something. You're collecting songs. So, like, yeah, I used to collect Pokemon cards when I was younger, baseball cards, and I love that shit. <laughs> and like someone getting this wristband that's our age, hopefully they get that same kind of sense, or maybe it's. You know, subconsciously, they'll, they'll get that sense of like nostalgia um, because they're coming out to, out to all these different shows and like collecting something brand new at every show, um, which is music instead of Pokemon cards. But um, that that's kind of just like a personal thing for me. I think is cool about it. Sure, Jared, what are you looking forward to at the Framework Music and Arts Festival? Uh, Having my head buried in that soundboard. Yeah. I don't know. I'm Are you running really ex- sound? Yeah. I'm, <laughs> oh, so. I'm, I'm pretty excited for it, though, because, I mean, this is uh, something, you know, you as a, a musician, I'm, I'm sure you've shown up to shows before and you're like, damn it. Like, if I could have just ran sound, like our own sound for this show. There's a lot of shows that I end up at and people are like, oh, cool, you're here. Yeah. Can you yeah. help us? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Fuck>. yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm looking forward to you know making all the bands sound sound good, and um, I'm certainly looking forward to running our own sound because that's not something we typically get to do. Um, other than that, I mean, it's going to be an exciting day. Yeah, what, are you, what are you? I didn't even ask. What are you going to be doing like when you're on stage? Are you going to have to be back at the board? You have, like, Heck no, man. Cues, baby. He bought this robot that he's going to have back there and just like... <laughs> no, I, I'll keep an eye on it. I'll keep an eye on it for you. <laughs> the whole thing just shuts off. Yeah. You need the vocals up? Yeah. You need the vocals up? Just wink at me. Give me a little, give me a little wink. Like, right, I got you. Uh, ideally, we'll, we'll sound check the night before and um, make. Sh- I'll, I'll make a little cue sheet for our levels and hopefully everything's... Uh, Chip shape for when we go on. <laughs> sure, mm-hmm. but Adam, what are you looking forward to? Um, well, so, uh, it was kind of the same same thing as as I experienced with like the strip district fest when I was helping Josh plan plan that. Um, the the biggest takeaway from this for me will be uh, just how how everybody that's attending the festival responds to it, and uh, just like the general sense of camaraderie with uh, with strip district fest whenever uh, whenever we were doing that. The the uh, I don't know, just the the sense of camaraderie between uh, fans, uh, supporters, bands, uh, organizers all together was just like so unique, and um, I'm 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 hoping to get the same feel from this, and just hoping, and mostly just hoping that everybody has a good time doing it or attending it. So um, I don't know. I th- I think that you get a lot, you you take a lot away from that whenever you whenever it's something that you know that you put together. Um, so I think like that sense and. Uh, seeing how everybody takes the event, uh, I think it'll be cool. 
Definitely. I think the day after will be like a really, really nice though. I'm really looking forward to the Porta Johns. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me too. Dude. I'm also looking forward. To, yeah. I'm on a wheelchair accessible ones. So. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. So forward thinking yeah. of you. Right. Good job. Jorb. And you know, if you got to use it, and you're not in a wheelchair. You got extra room. So yeah. Lots of fun in there. You know, yeah. possibilities right. are endless. Yep. It's true. <laughs> what um, is well? Okay, since you seem to know a lot about this, what what's the most interesting thing you've ever done in a Porto John? <laughs> Man, nothing really. Very handstand. A <laughs> handstand. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I wish I can't do a handstand outside of a Porto John, let alone in one. Lost my shoes at a music festival. Yeah. Actually, no, just just didn't wear them. <laughs> yeah, we were like, this is great, man. We're, this is great. We're going to go into this music festival barefoot. And then, then you realize you have to go in there. Yeah. You realize you, you got you to gotta take a piss. So, hoo, hoo. Didn't, go back to, <laughs> didn't go back to camp to grab my shoes. Yeah. Went in there. The barefoot, barefoot. portageons. Yeah, yeah. Avoid that. Yeah, that sounds awful. Yeah. Man. Wear shoes at the festival. Yeah. Wear shoes. Well, that was wear, at Electric Forest. Wear, wear shoes so the like, framework. Yes, yeah. wear shoes the framework. It was like once you're in the fest, you don't want to run all the way back out for your shoes, so we just we just rolled with it. Is the is the framework building? It's it's inside, right? Yeah. Are there like busted yeah. out windows or anything cool? Or is it rather intact? Like how um, how dilapidated on a scale of one to ten is the building? I mean, it's it's like an old, dirty warehouse. There's nothing fancy about it or anything. Yeah. But it's not like. It's not like busted up to where it's dangerous or anything. Like everything's intact and stuff. It's just all real old and you know, like dusty. And I gotcha. I think that's yeah. what makes it cool. Yeah, it's like yeah. that real like urban. I have this like setting. picture in my yeah. head. I'm really curious to see what yeah. it's gonna be. It's a great. To it's a great space. It's Monday. essentially we you know so you go through the front entrance, which which is just off of what is that street Arlington. there? Arlington. Arlington. Just off Arlington. Um, it's a giant garage door that opens up. So you walk in. In there, we're gonna have all the visual artists and all the vendors. Um, we have like a 50-50 raffle thing that we're doing with a bunch of cool prizes. So that'll raffle. all be in there. Yeah, raffle. You got the wine in there. You got the – we're going to have tacos, I think. Yep. Uh, so we'll have all that stuff in there. And then you walk through another door into a second room, and that's where all the music the is on the stage. Tacos, oh, cool. So you got <laughs> wine and tacos? <laughs> that's a hell of a combination. I just realized that. Oh, you're going to have some gurgly stomachs. <laughs> what? We're, uh, we're, we're, in, we're innovators. going to be tacos. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that makes up tacos. for the beer a little bit. Wine and tacos, <laughs> baby. Yeah. Where, who's providing the tacos? It's coming from uh, Ala Familia. That's oh, okay. A, another business right there yeah, on Warrington. Yeah, yeah. So we really just try to get like all of those businesses involved as much as possible to make it like the community yeah. event. But They're traditionally like an Italian style yeah. restaurant, right? But the owner runs like a side yeah i've been at events up there through re360 which is who's providing the warehouse and he he always comes and sets up a little stand and just does tacos so cool kind of cool to incorporate him into the into the fest yeah. too. spaghetti the tacos aspect. that's what i was just gonna spaghetti say tacos. spaghetti tacos, <laughs> <laughs> spaghetti tacos. <laughs> yeah so tacos and wine yeah. That's what we're working with. <laughs> That's what framework's all about. The wine is really good, though. It, have you ever been good. to the winery? Yeah. I have been to the winery, but I did not drink any wine when I was at the winery. Do you like wine? I'm not a wine guy. You're not a wine guy? I want to be a wine a shot, guy, though. Oh, because it's good. Be. I like, want to be. You're going to have to be. Because it's the thing. It's like, it's, it's like I, really, I really like fancy coffee and mm, fancy yeah. beers. 
It's like, how can I up this snob level another notch? <laughs> yeah. Wine. 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 That's, totally. That's I think the, the thing is that, you know, I worked in coffee for a few years, so I was mm. around it a lot, and I learned it that way. Sure. With beer, I had friends that were into good beer, so like, hey, try this, try this, kind of led me on the way. Mm-hmm. I don't know anybody that's, like, super into wine, so if any four, any of you four can, like, push me in a direction of wine. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a, your guy. What it is with the winery. Tim has a wine that's thirteen percent. Uh, I can't remember what it is. Oh, yeah, I thought that was like on the high end. Okay, well, there's something in the beer. Yeah, that's what I think yeah. of like the beer mentality. Got yeah. so, um, beer on the brain. See, I guess I'm not like a much of a wine drinker. So, <laughs> so he's not your guy either. I'm a liar. The blind leading the blind right now. Yeah, try this one. It's 13%. What, the $14 $14 box of Franzia? Okay. The, what is it? Uh, oh, refreshing white. Uh, yeah, that's. <laughs> so we're not right, like so the that into it either. Is providing this wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it, you know it is fantastic. If you, okay. If, yeah. If you've never it, had a bottle before, highly encouraged. Just grab one, and you'll have you'll have a fantastic night. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Ryan, what's your favorite beer? My favorite beer is Six Point Breweries Resin. It is an IPA. Oh, okay. Um, I'm into it. They also have uh, High Res, which is like a higher ABV version of the resin. But Six Point Brewery in general is my favorite brewery. Mm. I have a Six Point Brewery hat on right now. I've never had it. They're from Brooklyn, but they are not distributed in Pittsburgh because of crazy beer mafia laws like legit mafia and different like distributors and stuff somebody that works in beer told me about it once because i have a friend who works at a beer distributor and i was like you gotta get six points he's like ain't gonna happen <laughs> and then he's i'm like why and he's all like it's like it just goes back to like real mafia shit like oh, certain like companies de- like breweries deal with certain distributors and those distributors have like turf and that, that, that's basically what it is. Like, I wow. guess whatever distributor has six point is not don't Pittsburgh ain't on their turf. Shit. So where do you get it then? Um, I've, I mean, I I'm out of town a lot. So okay. the closest to Pittsburgh I've ever found it was you can get it in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've gotten it in State College. Okay. Um, I'm also I go up to like New York City every every other month too. So I usually if I'm in Brooklyn I'll just get something while I'm there. Something and bring it back. I have. Yeah. I have brought back, like, I've gone up with empty suitcases and brought back, like, <laughs> beer. <laughs> That's good. That's That's good. Like it, uh, it's, it's fucked up. Like, the Whole Foods market in Brooklyn has, like, my dream beer case. I mean, since yeah. it's a Whole Food, it's like the six packs are, like, $11. And it's, like, shit that I would gladly pay probably, like, twice that amount for mm-hmm. if some bottle shop in Pittsburgh had it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's just, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's my favorite beer. I could talk about beer for a while. Mm. I feel. What like about I you? Like, what? You you beer guy? Um, yeah, I like beer. I'm an IPA guy. Okay. Um, I definitely love. I like the Fatheads Headhunter a lot. Yeah, Headhunter's really, good. It's really good. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Brooklyn Brewery is really good too. I really like their lager. Um, no, I'm not. I don't have Revolution. I think so. It's uh, I would. It's I've had it out in Chicago before. Uh, what are some of their have it in What are some of their beers? Is that um, they're a brew? Are they a brewery? It's, yeah, it's a brewery. Um, I think I've definitely had some of their stuff. Like the Revolution Mother, or yeah, Revolution Mother. 
and then there's I think that's their IPA. There's um, that sounds familiar. It's got they like they only have it in cans, and it's got like the a fist on it. It's real like cartoony. If I looking. had it, it was probably on tap somewhere. Okay, yeah. Um, I definitely haven't had it canned. Yeah, it's fantastic stuff. Uh, if I ever run across it here, uh, it, as far as in Pittsburgh though, Rivertown I think is probably my favorite brewery. Okay. Yeah. Does anybody remember? Um, so there's this. There's this. Um, I saw it on tap at this one uh, bar, like by our house, and it was called Ma the Meatloaf. <laughs> oh yeah, the mango beer. It was a mango. It's okay, a mango. you know, who's you know who it was? No, I don't know who made it. Uh, what bar is that at? Basta, dude. Was that, dude. It was at, uh, oh, really? at Basta? Yeah. yeah, that's oh. where we came up with framework. Probably because of the mango beer. <laughs> yeah, no, it was literally called Ma the Meatloaf on huh. the tap. Yeah. And I was like, this is the strangest Incredible. beer I've ever heard of. Mango beer. Yeah. Nice. Dale's. I'm a Dale's guy. Dale's is a good classic, good staple. Yeah. Pretty oh, yeah. simple. You... I like the, the Stella. Stella Artois. Um, you would. Fancy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I just like the chalice just, that it comes in when you get you a draft. Your fucking, your fucking sunglasses and your t-shirt. Like, or your, like your button-up shirt unbuttoned, sunglasses on like a Stella Artois. <laughs> Stella Artois, please. <laughs> no, that's yeah. good. Beer is beer. Beer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. reserved. No, bad. definitely get Steel Reserve. <laughs> definitely get Steel Reserve, dude. I've had the bad experiences of Steel Reserve. I think like the first time. You gotta get I the high black. gravity, high grav first Steel Reserve. Ever, first time I ever. It's like ten percent. Drinking was, was Steel Reserve night. Yeah. I like Rolling Rock too. I know so it's you're like more, you're more like. I'm a, ba- I'm a basic. When you're like dude, pounding you know, case, you know, yeah, yeah. Drinking on the cheap. Yeah. You know. On budget. There's all kinds of good beer. Uh, Negro Modelo, I like that a lot too. What was it? Negro Modelo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mexican beer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Actually, there was one more I actually I had. Um, I'm not a stout guy, but um, I'm not really like a dark beer drinker, but I did have uh, it was Blockhouse Brewing did a double chocolate block yeah. that tasted exactly like a chocolate bar, and it was mm-hmm. the best thing ever. It tastes like a Hershey chocolate bar, and it's the best. That's awesome. For Pittsburgh Craft Beer Week. Mm-hmm. There was four different breweries that collaborated, and I don't remember all the breweries that it was because it, it was four breweries. But mm-hmm. uh, they did a beer for Craft Beer Week, and it was a white stout. Interesting. Whoa. It poured, you know, it looked Whoa. like a lager, and it tasted like iced coffee. Whoa, Whoa. that's it, revolutionary. It was fucking <laughs> Where they do that? awesome. <laughs> I don't know who made it. I know I'm never going to get it again. They had it on draft down the street at Scratch. Um, I'm actually gonna. I'm going down there for dinner once y'all leave. I hope they still have nice. some. They probably don't though. Um, but anyway, oh, is that the new spot that just opened up? Scratch. Yeah. How is it? I heard it. I looked at the menu. It's, it's awesome. like pretty reasonably priced, and yeah, I heard it's really it's the good. Shit. They have really, really great all like local drafts. The only yeah. not local draft that they have is Genesee on tap, mm-hmm. uh, and they have a really good food venue yeah. for meat eaters and not meat eaters cool. alike. They do a good brunch. On what the kind weekends. of what kind of food like is it? Brunch. Like, uh, like, like comfort food. Yeah, I yeah. mean it's like a weird mixture. Of stuff. Yeah, the menu is always kind of rotating too. They always have something new. Cool. Something. See, I've been meaning to check that spot out. That just opened up a couple months ago, right? Yeah, it opened up like right after I moved up here. So it was like in like November, okay. December maybe. Cool. They opened. Yeah. Check sweet. It out. Yeah. Recommended. Yeah, I read a what? couple of reviews about it. It seemed seemed like a good spot. Anything before I end this conversation? We have we've done it. We've made an hour. Woo. Sweet. All right.
come, come to Framework Music Festival this Saturday, May 7th. Good wines. Good wines. Good wines. Good times, yeah. good wines, and spaghetti tacos. Just kidding. No yep. spaghetti tacos, but wear, there will be tacos. Wear shoes. shoes, and we will have porta potties. Yes. The important thing is to cover by the festival. Yeah, you know. There's uh, some bands there, too. <laughs> buy a yeah, ticket. Yeah, no, buy a ticket. It'll, it's the 10 in advance, 12 at the door. Oh, yeah. They're cheap. It's super cheap, quantity. dude. Yeah, for like, that many bands and artists and yeah, everything that you it's get a whole for thing. 10 bucks, like, yeah. can't. Crazy good deal. It's a deal of the century, some would say. I would say. Absolutely. I don't know who else would say that, but I, I would. would say that too. Groupon right. would disagree. Yeah, dude. It's <laughs> it's basically Groupon's a better a deal thing. than Groupon yeah, yeah, already. No, that's still a thing. We do. I mean, I know we do. Uh, we use Groupon for like some of our shows with Drusky. Yeah. Um, if it's not selling, we'll take it to Groupon or like a lot of the tribute acts. Like people buy that shit up all the time. Um, it's really nice. But yeah, Groupon's definitely still around. I think I saw something for. Uh, some show, uh, oh Steely Dan out at uh, First Niagara. It's, that's like part of that. I'm gonna go to this. Well, yeah. I want to thank the four of you for coming over. Oh, yeah, thanks for having us, man. About the Framework Music and Arts Festival. Yeah, thank you for doing what you do. Thank you for having yes. me host the event. I hope that I don't yeah. disappoint. I'm sure you won't. There's no possible. <laughs> 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 and yeah, I think it's gonna be great. So it's this Saturday. Yes. If you're listening to this on this Tuesday, Saturday, this Saturday yes. May 7th at the RE360 building. I'll probably stress that a lot in the introduction. Cool. In the outroduction. Yeah. Outroduction? Outroduction. I just yeah. said that like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, make it work. And we are done. So say goodbye. Peace. And that is all, folks. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. It was a good one. I'm really looking forward to this weekend. There is links in the episode description. Be sure to check it out. You know, if you're into just doing something different in the city, maybe seeing some bands you haven't seen before, some really good local talent, local artists, come out. It's a super cheap event, and I don't know what else to say. I'm going to be there. I'll autograph something for you. Like... I mean, that's probably the most ridiculous thing I've ever said in my life. I don't even have... What, what, what am I going to autograph? That, that, that's actually reason enough for you all to come to the festival, is bring me something ridiculous to autograph, and whoever brings me the most ridiculous thing by my standards will get something. I'll buy you a drink or something. I don't, I don't know. I Again, I'm rambling right now. It's 11.47 at night, which really isn't that late, but I've been up all day since about 7 a.m. I went to the mall, I bought some socks, I bought some new shoes, I ate some bad food, I worked a ton on some promotion stuff, worked on some new psych stuff, I hosted a show, my friends from Michigan came into town. Uh, played a show, uh, yeah, I mean, more, ate a lot of pizza, it's just been, it's been a long day, and if you're still listening to this, bless your soul, I don't know why you're even still here, uh, but, since you're still here, I might as well tell you that I'll be back again next week, with another new episode, same time, same place, same channel, you know the drill, My name is Sykes, start the beat, 2016, 
Thanks for listening.